Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the CEO class session. Uh, my name is Charlene, and I'm the host of today's session. So uh, what CEO class wants to do is that uh, in this COVID-19 outbreak, uh, where it impacts all of us, uh, many schools have been closed down, uh, and then it impacts nearly 80% of the students globally. And uh, we believe that suspending classes shouldn't suspend learning. And while there are many e-learning classes available on the internet, we believe that it's even more critical to explore and inspire young people's personal growth and personal goals. And having clarity in these goals uh, that we are trying to achieve while having a personal growth strategy can be challenging for everyone. So um, CEO class aims to um, bring different CEOs um, to share about their life journeys and life philosophy. Um, and we are very happy today to have uh, Mr. Jojo Foss with us today. So uh, Jojo, would you mind uh, introduce a little bit about yourself and your company? Thank you, Charlene. Thanks for having me. Uh, good afternoon, good morning, good evening to uh, everyone here, wherever you are. Uh, my name is uh, Jojo Flores, and I am uh, the co-founder of a company called Plug and Play Tech Center, which I started in Silicon Valley uh, in 2006. Mm -hmm. So uh, just a little background about what we do. Uh, we are an investor uh, in uh, startup tech companies. So we're one of the uh, most active uh, early stage investors in the U.S. We do roughly about 200 in, in early stage investments per year. Mm. And uh, today we have uh, about over, over 1,600 companies uh, in our portfolio. And uh, we are also an accelerator for startups. So mm -hmm. we see about 20,000 startups per year. Wow. Globally in our 35 offices uh, in 20 countries all around the world. And essentially what these uh, acceleration programs are is that it is a platform where we can uh, have a heightened access uh, of introductions between startups and large corporations uh, and investors. And the, the third thing that we do is that we are a uh, corporate innovation platform. So uh, what essentially that means is that we help augment large corporations in about 18 industry verticals uh, in, in their uh, innovation strategies. No? So uh, right now we work with about 550 uh, large conglomerates from all around the world. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for the quick introduction. Yeah, I can see that it's a really bold move for you to like set up such a company just by looking at the numbers. Yeah, and it's meaningful that you're helping the small startup to line up with different people that they, like different support that they need. <laughs> Yeah, so um, maybe let us know a little bit more about um, what motivates you to set up this company at the first place. <laughs> Very interesting because uh, <laughs> the family that I uh, work with, uh, the Amidi family in Silicon Valley, uh, they are in real estate. So uh, I have actually been uh, working with them for uh, over 25 years now. 
right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my first project with them was actually a different business uh, in Europe uh, where we did uh, bottled water operations. So, so uh, uh, I put up uh, companies there, about about a dozen more or less, uh, in about uh, 30 cities in Western Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. Where we operate, owned and operated uh, bottled water companies, and so I was doing that for about 10 years in Europe. And uh, in 2005, uh, Saeed, who is uh, the president and CEO, a good friend of mine uh, of Plug and Play, uh, uh, asked me to come back to the U.S. Now, so this was around 2005, and. Uh, Uh, I don't know if you guys were already born uh, uh, in 2005, uh, but uh, if uh, if you check your history, uh, the bubble, the tech bubble, had just burst, you know, in the early 2000s, and actually about 200, 300,000 people lost their jobs. Wow! So a lot of these big companies, big tech companies, uh, closed down. And it opened a vacuum for uh, of empty real estate. So there was mm-hmm. about more or less about a million uh, square meters of empty real estate. Mm-hmm. So since the family of Saeed was uh, also in uh, in real estate, one of the ideas that I had uh, when I came back to the U.S. was to buy one of these big buildings. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, turn it around as a real estate uh, investment. Mm. Okay. So uh, the idea was to uh, buy a building, cut it up into small pieces, and rent it out to to uh, smaller companies okay? mm. instead of instead of just one big uh, tenant. And uh, we didn't have a term for it yet, but uh, we. Uh, today, uh, it's popularly known as co-working space, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I see. Uh, if you're familiar with WeWork, that was the business model that we had, except that uh, we own the building uh, that uh, that we operated, right? I see, I see. So, uh, in 2005, I bought a building. Uh, this was coming. This was actually the old Philips Semiconductors building. Uh, in in Sunnyvale, which is uh, in the Bay Area and about uh, uh, an hour away from San Francisco, south of San Francisco. So, uh, and uh, we started leasing it out to uh, to a lot of the startups. And so that was actually the the first idea for for plug and play. And uh, not many people know this. Uh, the first URL. Uh, Domain name that I bought was pluginplayrealestate.com. Okay. Ah. So it was it was first a real estate business, and that was uh, the uh, the motivation for uh, for starting the for starting the company. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that's really interesting, and I think that's a really good example for you to see opportunity in like such a economic unstable time. So it's quite similar with us now. <laughs> You know, like uh, as I said, uh, 
maybe about 300,000 people lost their jobs during mm-hmm. that time. But it also created a lot of entrepreneurs in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of these entrepreneurs started started putting up uh, small startups, businesses. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that was the market that plug and play uh, that plug and play uh, tapped into, you know, during its initial years of uh, uh, for its real estate business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, the building that I bought was about 18,000 square meters. Mm-hmm. So it can house about 700 people more or less, right? And at any given time, we have 300 startups inside the building. So uh, it was very difficult for us to uh, close our eyes to opportunities on of uh, investing in a lot mm-hmm. of these uh, startups, you know, uh, because it gave us a uh, front row seat uh, mm-hmm. To witnessing how the startups were performing. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and then maybe let us know um, a little bit about uh, what's the greatest frustration you have faced since the launch of your company, and how you have overcome that. You know, uh, the very, very interesting question again. Uh, the uh, when we started plug and play. So it, we started our operations in 2006. A uh, couple of years after that, uh, around 2008, 2009, if you, again you will recall, this was the real estate crash. Yes. Globally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. the Lehman Brothers. And, uh, yes, yes. So it was it was a big fiasco, and uh, uh, real estate prices came down, and the value of real estate came down. So. I had to worry about my mortgage all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was uh, it was a very challenging time, and uh, uh, since the prices were down, the leases were also down, and uh, you know it, it was it was a very hard it was a very hard time uh, mm-hmm. during this time. But uh, mm-hmm. again, you know, I, I think uh, this is what this is what. Uh, these are the tests that were given to us uh, uh, that, uh, again, uh, we're, we're very happy to uh, have been able to pass, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, uh, I was very lucky to have, a very, uh, uh, to have a very passionate team around me that worked really hard despite all of these uh, challenges uh, that we faced. Uh, and... Uh, uh, despite the situation that was happening uh, to plug and play at that time externally, uh, in uh, about 18 months, we were still able to fill up uh, the building uh, in mm. terms of uh, the tenants. So uh, since then, you know, uh, from 2008 until presently, uh, our in, on the real estate side of the business, uh, the... Uh, uh, the occupancy of plug-and-play has never gone down to 95%. Hmm. Wow, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah and so once again... Yeah, oh, sorry, you can go on. Yeah, but uh, again, you know, uh, there, is, uh, there is no shortcut to, uh, to that except uh, really having a great team around you and uh, mm-hmm. hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say once again, you have proven that when there is a crisis, there is always opportunity. 
yeah and you know special uh, and uh, it you know in business and in life you know mm-hmm. uh, challenges and crisis will always be uh, part of uh, doing business you know as we are are experiencing over the last two years you know with covid mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. So you mentioned that you have a great team and you like work with the Said family. Um, yes. Is there any other support that you gain um, when you set up a company and who you would like to thank the most, like in the commercial aspect, like all your business partners for what you have achieved today? Yeah, well, uh, of course, uh, uh, Said is, uh, has... Uh, has been a very uh, important part of uh, my uh, professional career. Mm-hmm. As I said, uh, I've been working with him for 25 years, but I've known him for for 30 years. I you know, uh, when when I started my first business here in the Philippines, he was actually my uh, he was actually my supplier mm-hmm. uh, 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 as uh, one of. Uh, one of the businesses that that Said had uh, until now, actually, it is it is still existing. But uh, uh, we became really good friends, and uh, when uh, I uh, finally left uh, that first business and sold it out, uh, he came to Manila and uh, and asked me to uh, to uh, start this new business in Europe with mm-hmm. him. So uh, that has, you know, so, so Said has been uh, a really important uh, part of uh, my professional career. So, and uh, he's about 10 years older than I am, mm. right? So not so old, uh, but also not uh, not very young. So, and, and I mean, uh, I, I I learned a lot from him uh, and uh, and his family. So. Uh, I would say that uh, uh, he has been a very great mentor uh, to mm-hmm. me all these over all these years. Uh, outside of Said, uh, I would say that uh, again I go back to the team uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, have been with me all this time in uh, with any business with all of the businesses that I, I have uh, I have started and uh, built. Over these last years, I think it's very important to uh, surround yourself with the same passion and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, that uh, that you share uh, yeah. with, with. So I like my team to always be young and energetic, you know, because yeah. uh, it keeps me young and energetic uh, as well. You know, uh, of course. Uh, Wisdom is also very important. So, as you said, you know we do have a lot of uh, business advisors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even with uh, with Plug and Play, we do have a, uh, a really strong advisory board. Uh, in the water business, we have a very strong advisory board uh, mm-hmm. that has uh, guided us all these years in how to build. Uh, these businesses right mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know the date uh, for the, for the day-to-day grind that happens inside the business it, it is very important to have that uh, full-time team uh, mm-hmm. young and energetic and as I said passionate uh, to have around you mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can tell that you really value the diversity, like you,、um, like of your team and with the people that、um, is around you. Yeah. You know, you mentioned diversity. That's very,、uh, that's a very interesting point. You know, in in the U.S., I would say that uh, uh, at least uh, at least I would say at least sixty percent. You know, six. Well, just in the U.S. alone.、Mm-hmm. Obviously, if I look at all of our、uh, all of our teammates all around the world, they're from all they're all from different countries, right?、Mm-hmm. But in the U.S., even in the U.S.,、uh, the team that that we have, at least sixty percent of them are from from、uh, outside of the U.S. Right? Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, because I, I think also you know immigrants like myself,、mm-hmm. right?、Uh, and I and I. I considered myself an immigrant, you know, when I was working outside of、uh, outside of the Philippines. You know, the tendency is for you to really work harder, you know, because you have to、yes. compete with. You have to, com- you know, there's a lot of competition, and you have to compete with even your even your colleagues,、mm-hmm. right? Uh, and. Uh, Uh, diversity uh, in the team、uh, is very important in that in that manner. You know, having a great DNA in your team. Yeah.、Uh, that you know, with various strengths and weaknesses,、uh-huh. uh, uh, is very important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, as you mentioned, like、um, your. Believe in like diversity and also wisdom.、Um, maybe let's talk a little bit about your philosophy, like your life philosophy and beliefs now. And the first question would be:、um, Can you let us know what's the most memorable mistake or failure that you have made when you were younger, like in school? And how did you solve it? And how do you see it now? Wow.、Uh, let's see. You know, I. You know,、uh, maybe、uh, maybe you know. I was maybe I'm really I'm just blessed not to uh, have uh, made uh, a lot、uh, a lot of. Of course, I've made small mistakes. Obviously, you know,、mm-hmm. like failing exams, not studying for for tests, and, and what have you. But、uh, I have been blessed not to make. Really big mistake.、Uh, That's great. Uh, and uh, I, I, I would ben,、uh, you know, I would credit my family for uh, uh, for that. You know, my parents and and my siblings uh, for uh, for for us for the support system in a that enable you not to make those、uh, mm-hmm. those big mistakes, but.、Uh, To answer your question, I, I think it's not a mistake, but maybe a regret.、Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, is uh, uh, if, uh, and I'm trying to uh, to uh, encourage my children actually to、uh, to do this is uh, to uh, study abroad. You know,、mm-hmm. gain international experience through exchange programs.、Yeah. Maybe get an MBA. You know, because、uh, I didn't get. Uh, an MBA.、Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's 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 very important、uh, to have that international 
uh, experience, you know, yep. uh, traveling, living abroad, meeting uh, people, uh, you know, uh, out outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, I think builds character. I think it 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 makes your experiences more colorful. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so uh, that's that's I would say uh, uh, is a regret. Uh, mm. I was enjoying my uh, my life, my young life, too much uh, <laughs> here in the Philippines. Uh, but uh, I, because I do remember exploring and researching, yeah. studying abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had uh, a very close aunt of mine who was a teacher in Chicago, and uh, and uh, I I was uh, I was uh, you know kind of exploring that idea, but I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, that's that's what I would you know uh, that's uh, I think uh, some uh, some regret that uh, if I had. Uh, if I were, if I had a chance to talk to my fifteen uh, or sixteen-year-old self, mm-hmm. I, I would recommend to do. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, but I'm sure that you now have like a lot of experience to gain international exposure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, because uh, again, you know, I would have, you know, uh, uh, like learning new languages. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. I think is very important. You know, so. Uh, that's that. That's uh, uh, I, I. I think so. If you can start it off really young, you know, mm-hmm. even myself, you know, when I when I hire when I hire people, I, I like them to have uh, international, uh, young international experience, whether mm-hmm. studying or working. Yeah. You know, uh, I think is uh, I, I think builds character to uh, to uh, to your young life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will definitely add different perspective to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, maybe let us know a little bit about how you would define success in life. How do I su- define success in life? <clears throat> you know, Charlene, uh, I'm. Uh, I, I will have to let you know, and the, the audience that we have uh, today, that I'm, I'm deeply religious. Uh, and uh, so, uh, success for me in life is is really knowing that I've served God the best way I can, and uh, make a good example uh, to people around me. You know, whether they're family or friends or or people at work uh, and uh, the general community. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even the con- even your country, right? Uh, uh, I-, I think uh, you know the life that we have here is temporary, and uh, that this is really just a small part of the journey, but mm-hmm. important, but very important because it kind of you know if you believe in it, and I do, you know I believe in heaven and hell, and uh, it's you know I I really want to go to heaven. After this uh, this life and spend uh, the rest of my eternal life uh, in heaven, right? So uh, that's that's how I 
you know, I, I, I define uh, success in life is really not not man's way of uh, of a measure of measurement but uh, God's way of measurement you know so uh, yeah. and uh, uh, so just to repeat it you know I, I really want to you know I know what is good and what is bad I try mm-hmm. to do you know and I, and I do the good things as much as possible right mm-hmm. myself to my family and to the people around me and uh, just be a good example so that uh, 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 it it scales right mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that you are able to influence people in in yeah. being good in be- mm-hmm. being with each other in general mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's really interesting because i was expecting something which is business related as you are a businessman very experienced in like setting up business but um like it's really impressive to see your like altruism and selflessness yeah So um, business is just part. It is only a small part of one's life, right? Uh, yeah. Or, or your work. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, you know at the at the end of the day, uh, you're what you're working only for. You're you're only working for uh, a small a small portion of your of of your life. At the end of the day, you know, you still have your family, and mm-hmm. uh, you know your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. Yeah, that's a really precious uh, advice to all of us. <laughs> um, and maybe now, uh, yeah, we can like ask more about the advice to our young audience. So, um, how do you manage your stress, and how do you stay motivated? Hmm. Uh, very good question. You know, uh, I think I manage. You know, I think stress is is related to time, right? Uh, and uh, so, for me, uh, if I manage my time well and uh, be balanced uh, as much as possible. Then I am not stre- then I don't stress myself. So uh, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself to uh, accomplish a lot of things. You know, at the end of the day, there's only one, two, or three things uh, that move the needle for mm-hmm. for you. You know, even in a year, for example, you know. Uh, I can tell you the top three objectives that I have for Plug and Play, mm-hmm. at least here in Asia Pacific, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the rest, you know, I don't really stress myself with, you know. And uh, anyway, I have uh, I have faith and uh, in my team to accomplish all the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, time is something that is that. That is uh, that is you know it's it's limited. You know, there's only 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so uh, I, I really just try to manage my time. You know, uh, there <clears throat> I have uh, two, three key reports to me, mm-hmm. 
and uh, that's that's who I just focus my time with, right? And uh, aside from that, again, balance. So, uh, and I like playing golf. It doesn't like yeah. me too much, but uh, uh, I, I like being out there and uh, you know spending time with friends and out out in the sun. I, I like watching movies, so uh, uh, I, I do that uh, in my relaxed time. You know, I like to uh, take. Uh, short vacations and eat out with the family, right? So uh, many times I would, you know, during on on a Friday or on a Saturday, I'll just uh, tell my family, let's go out and spend the night somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not planned, right? yeah. but uh, uh, just out of the blue. So uh, that that's how I keep my life. Uh, Balanced, right? And uh, I think it's 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 very important to to have that balance uh, to uh, to uh, deal with so so you don't have stress in your life. Mm-hmm. But also, but but you know, uh, having having goals is important, though. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, it it is very important. Uh, but I, again, I I recommend to to really just focus on one, two, or three things. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that really move uh, the needle uh, instead of doing a ten different things, and you know, I doubt it. Even if you will remember what, yeah, you know, yeah it uh, would just get messy. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you talk a lot about like focusing on your goals. Um, so, what advice uh, would you give to people who are uncertain about their personal goals, or maybe when they are at a low point in life? Yeah, because I believe that like uh, finding a purpose in life is really important to keep. Oh yeah, I, I, you know, uh, I think it it is it is fundamental, right? Uh, that you find a higher purpose in, in what you are doing. Uh, you know, when when you know a big chunk of my career, or I, let me see, over thirty years, yeah, uh, half of my career was in in uh, bottled water. Mm. Okay, uh, as I said, you know, uh, and even with that business. You know, my uh, and we we uh, we we were focusing on the five-gallon format of of bottled water. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're familiar with it. You know, the five the the big the big yes. blue box, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, if uh, if you think about it, it's it's you know, it's not a very exciting. Sexy business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're selling water. You know, you're uh, you deliver. You get an empty bottles. You know, so it's you know, it's not a very sexy mm-hmm. thing, right? Uh, and you know, it's scary. You know, if if I if I feel that way, then uh, my my team might feel that way that it's not a sexy thing, 
right? Hmm. So what will actually motivate them to to uh, uh, to build that business and be passionate about the business? So uh, the uh, the purpose, the higher purpose that we have built uh, for for that business is really promotion of health. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, we and I really believed in that, so I did a lot of research on, you know, on uh, and you know scientific facts on why water, you know, what what does water do inside your body? Why it's better than any other uh, any other beverage? Uh, you know, uh, differences of purified water versus mineral water versus this kind of water. You know, so I knew everything and anything about water, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very important. You have to be an expert. Expert in, in water. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, a lot of uh, and a lot of this knowledge and discoveries and, you know, uh, facts uh, I shared with 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 the, the team that, mm-hmm. that I had uh, globally uh, at that time. So for them to uh, you know, so that hopefully I can I can translate that passion over to them about water, you know, and why mm-hmm. it is it is essential, and why it you know, and that higher purpose of promoting health yes. and a healthy lifestyle. To all of our customers, mm-hmm. okay. So it's not about just selling the water; it's selling a healthy lifestyle, right? Right. Okay. right. Now, so uh, that was uh, so. Purpose is, is 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 very very important, right? And uh, you know, it it's very it's popular. It's a popular topic now. But at that time, we were also promoting. You know why we were we were very passionate about the five gallon mm-hmm. business was that we felt that it was a more sustainable form of packaging mm. for beverages, mm. water versus PET. You know, yep. PET small bottles. You know, because it's, it's one time use and then you throw it and then it pollutes the oceans mm-hmm. and kills. And kills the turtles, right? Right, right, right. Okay, the business, you know, the that's that's also uh, one of the things that we were promoting and really very passionate about uh, with uh, with a five gallon package is that it was a more sustainable, mm. uh, sustainable package. You know, one bottle of that you can one five gallon bottle. That you use over two years because the life, the life of each bottle, each of those mm-hmm. bottles, is two years. <coughs> you can just imagine. I don't know how many, but you can just imagine how many one equivalent 100 ml bottles. Yeah. You replace. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah we have to do the math, but <laughs> yeah, certainly. Do, do the math, but. You you can you can you can uh, Im- just imagine, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you use, if you use bottled, if you use five gallons, and then mm-hmm. you just and then from the cooler you get your your flask, and then fill it 
instead of buying those small PET bottles, you're really helping the world to become more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's the higher purpose, again, of why we are doing this business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our team and our customers to be passionate and believe in, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's very, uh, it's very important, you know, uh, you know, to uh, to have a higher purpose if, uh, you know, if you're uh, uncertain about what you're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, with plug and play, you know, uh, We've always been very passionate about uh, startups. Mm-hmm. You know, at the at the core of our DNA, at the core of what we do is really helping startups. Mm-hmm. We believe we believe that startups can have uh, a unique ability, really, to contribute to uh, to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And make you know, it may sound cheesy, but it, to make the world a better place. Right, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, so, <clears throat> and and uh, with my team, I always tell them, you know, to you know, it's a very special and unique position that we are we are privileged to to be given. Right. Yes, uh, I think while ninety nine point nine percent of the world are merely just spectators. Mm-hmm. To what, to what technology and innovation is going to happen? Yep, we're part of that point one percent that are enablers to technology and innovation to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I remember, I remember, uh, what twelve, thirteen years ago. People talking about AI, people talking about blockchain, people talking about data science yeah. and all of these things. All the big words, <laughs> fancy words. Exactly, you know. And today, there, uh, today they are, today they are uh, uh, just, you know, they're, uh, they're they're part of our everyday lingo, language, mm-hmm. right? Uh, It's such a special place, I think, if you are in that seat where you can have a glimpse of what can happen 10 years from now. Mm. You know, I I think, you know, uh, uh, people would mean, and that's why a lot of corporations, they, they like working with us. You know, because they can get a glimpse of what can happen in the future. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember having lunch uh, before. You know, with uh, uh, in the U.S. with the chief of innovation of Hilton, mm. and he was saying, you know, and I asked him, "Why are you here?" And he said, "You know, Jojo, we're a hundred-year-old company, uh, and." <clears throat> uh, We're worth $30 billion, right? Yeah. And then here comes a company that's less than 10 years old, no assets, and they're worth more than Hilton. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're talking about Airbnb. <laughs> right. Right? Right, yeah. So he said, 
you know, the reason why we're here is because, you know, at this point in time now, uh, we don't want to be, you know, he didn't say it this way, but we don't want to be caught with our pants down. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want to be behind the eight ball. Yeah. We have to see what's happening out there today so that we can see how to embrace that new technology and work with them instead of competing with them later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember also, you know, uh, some uh, some businessmen from New York who owned taxis. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, they said, you know, what, or, or even, even, oh, uh, Lufthansa saying mm-hmm. that, You know, they consider themselves a transport company and they say, it's amazing. Uber is worth more than Lufthansa. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, so a lot of, a lot of uh, these startups, they <laughs> really provide a lot of great solutions, technology solutions and innovation that help humankind you know and you know and we're here to uh, uh, to enable a lot of these mm-hmm. companies to accelerate mm-hmm. their progress either by receiving funding or money or having strategic alliances with a lot of uh, with with corporations uh, that we have and so and, and I think that's a higher purpose you know mm-hmm. uh, and Uh, uh, for for us, you know, so yeah. it's it's very unique. It's a very unique solution, you know. Uh, I mean, it's a very unique place. When again, when uh, uh, when you are seeing what is happening today, but you actually saw it ten years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for all your sharings and example. Yeah, I think the key is to like. When you start a business or like use any technologies, so just think about the higher purpose of it or what value you can give to the community. <laughs> yeah, that's really insightful. Yep. So sure, um, I'm seeing that but there are some questions from the audience. Yes, you... yes, definitely. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I'm sure that the audience might uh, have a lot of questions in their head now. So let's move to the Q&A session now. And uh, we already have a questions from um, Wesley. Um, so he's asking, doing business in the Philippines is very different. So what have you learned doing business in the Philippines versus other parts of the world? Mm, that's a very good question, Wesley. Uh, you know, uh, 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 and it's not just the Philippines with with the rest of the world, but each country with each other. Right, it's very, it's uh, as you know, it's the business culture in 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 uh, each country is is a little is a little different. Of course, there are regional similarities. You know, like here in the Philipp here in the Philippines, like many and other ASEAN countries, right? Uh, like uh, Indonesia or Thailand, Vietnam. Or not, no, not, not Vietnam, but Indonesia, Thailand, uh, Philippines. Uh, a lot of the businesses are owned by families. Mm. These are family conglomerates. No, 
which is different from uh, from other from other uh, from corporates or conglomerates in in uh, the US or or in Europe no so uh, dealing with families is uh, of course very relationship driven right so uh, in a lot of these uh, a lot of these uh, conglomerates where you have a lot of you know that are owned by families it's it's very important to have connections uh, it's it's challenging to do business with them if uh, there is no there is no connection that, that you are uh, that you can establish right uh, very different from uh, from from other uh, types of conglomerates uh, where the family is not is not the uh, 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 the family is not running the, the companies no? so in these cases it's a little bit more professional you know the the, the approach and so on so uh, so uh, that, that's really the main main uh, main difference uh, that, that I see you know of course you have little things here and there like uh, in the Philippines you know it's okay to be late you know <laughs> You know things like that. You know, uh, uh, each you know uh, business meetings are always, or most of the time, you know, around a meal, right? You know, so it's more social. Uh, so, so those are those are little things that are the different uh, versus uh, versus other countries. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. curious to find out what are your top three goals for plug and play this year. Oh, uh, very good. You know, uh, again, you know, uh, it's all about people. It's all about the team. You know, I want to in. Uh, I want to have a uh, physical presence, at least here in Asia. Let me just focus this answer on Asia. I want to have uh, uh, physical presence in Vietnam. In, mm-hmm. and Hong Kong, Taiwan. Okay, so I am looking for uh, uh, general managers uh, for for these uh, two for for these two places. So that's number one. Number two is make sure that uh, uh, I want to grow. I want to double my growth from last year. Hopefully this COVID thing is already finished. Yeah. You know, that's all of our hope. <laughs> we were a little stagnant. We only, we grew mm-hmm. very little from 2020 to 2021. So that frustrates me a little bit, and I'm sure it frustrates a lot of businesses too. So uh, from 2021 to 2022, uh, uh, I want to double uh, what. Uh, the 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 uh, our top line uh, and our bottom line as well. And uh, number three is I want to start traveling again. Okay, I normally spend about seventy five percent of my time uh, traveling, so uh, I, I missed that for the last two years, and I want to start traveling again. 
and uh, meeting my team face to face. I'd like to be able to hug them physically, mm. have uh, have breakfast, lunch, and dinners with them, and drinks with them physically. Uh, not just my team, but also uh, equally important uh, the customers uh, that we have. Right, so uh, I'm a very physical kind of a person, so I like doing. I don't like these virtual things uh, personally. Uh, I don't like, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I can say that I really don't like working from home. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'd rather be, you know, out there. Yes. Uh, uh, whether on a sales call with people, meeting startups, you know, uh, again, you know, it's I, I like doing things physically. So those are my, uh, my goals for uh, for this year. Mm-hmm. So, have you been ever? Uh, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, I have a small water company that I had before in Guadeloupe, in the Caribbean. You know, so in. Uh, I was uh, I would go to Pontapit. I, I lived in Pontapit for some time, you know, for maybe about three months when I started that business. Uh, we we sold that business about we sold that company. Uh, I would say about uh, eight or ten years ago. So I haven't been to uh, to Guadeloupe since, but uh, I miss the I miss that place. Uh, Although I still like the beaches here in the Philippines more than the Caribbean, to be honest. That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Then, yeah, the next question is from Limi. Yeah, so he would like to know where do you see yourself doing business next, and is there any particular continent or country that you're looking into? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not taking care of it right now, but we are in the process of entering India, which I think uh, uh, after India, I would say that I think that's the only country in our in my list uh, that uh, we are not in and. Uh, If you look at the top 20 economies of the world, right, uh, and mm-hmm. going through each of those countries, if my list, uh, if I, I know that India, I, I wasn't in, I'm, I'm not in India yet since, since in 2021, and I want to change, I want to do that in 2022, and we are, we are doing that right now. Uh, Russia, we're not physically there yet, actually. Okay, but we do have some customers out of Russia, so uh, we uh, uh, haven't figured that that part out yet. Mm. But all the other countries, uh, I, I think I am I am in already. Mm. That's really international, like you mentioned that of getting like international exposure <laughs> yeah and then your company is really yeah, the I, 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 international 
I have to apologize, you know, because uh, uh, but in 2013, uh, I wanted to stay closer to my family. So I came back to Manila to to limit uh, what I oversee to, to Asia, right? Oh. Uh, uh, specifically, Southeast Asia, right? So Saeed is taking care of uh, Europe. You know, his son Sina is taking care... I mean, Saeed is taking care of the United States. Okay? And uh, his son Sina is taking care of Europe. And he said, you know, Jojo, you, you oversee Asia. Mm. So you started from there. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So... Okay, so me, yeah, we don't have any more questions, but uh, I, I think... Oh, uh, yeah. There is one more from... Yeah, there is actually two more. Um, yeah, from Wesley. Uh, for someone who is interested in starting a startup in Philippines, what do you think of all the factors like the legal and government problems? You know, the, the, main, the main factor is yourself. You know, uh, uh, again, you know, there will all, you know, Whatever this, if this legal or money or whatever, it's you know at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know it's it's you who who will drive it, you know again, and you cannot. Okay, let me answer it in a different way. You know, uh, uh, the real entrepreneur will find nothing to that really stops him or her from starting a business. So don't think about legal, government problems, you know, all of these, that, you know, uh, you're, you're not going to solve the elections in the country, you know, whether they vote correctly and vote for Robredo or vo- vote bad and vote for Marcos you know you don't have any control over that so uh, is that going to stop you from starting your business it shouldn't you know if you think that you can build a business mm. in, uh, again you know the the the, the challenges that the, I remember I also had a little company water company in Sri Lanka and when I was starting it in January of 1996, the revolution happened. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, there were soldiers on the streets. You know, there had cur- we had curfew in the hotel. They were bombing government buildings. And uh, I remember, I get a call from Saeed saying, Jojo, hap- get on the first plane out of there. And I said, no. I'm starting a business. You know, I just started, I just hired my team. I'm not going to leave them now. So we, so we build the business. And today we have 60% market share of what, of of bottled water in Sri Lanka. I'm, I have the biggest water company in Sri Lanka. There was a revolution happening. There were, I would hear gunfires every night. Yeah, okay. So you're basically a warrior yourself as well. 
there was a war going on but uh, my my responsibility I I had what seven eight people that I just hired and then suddenly I would leave no way okay I had shareholders to protect also I had investors to protect also that didn't stop me from from continuing with the company mm-hmm. so it shouldn't stop you Wesley you know whatever you know that that's not your focus your focus is how to build a team and build a business forget about what's happening externally mm-hmm. how can one best get connected to you offline offline you you can come to my house Yeah, or maybe after this session, like I think he needs yeah, yeah, yeah. how to connect. Maybe, maybe you can share your email if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll uh, do that right now. Do you guys see it? Yep. So that's my email address. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on LinkedIn also, in case uh, you wanna link. There. <laughs> okay. Yep. So we can go. We can go. Uh, do we have a time for one more question? Maybe from you, Charlene. Oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just. I think it's not a question. Um. I. It will take time for me to digest everything you say, obviously. Yeah, but I just want to say that uh, it's a very inspiring session. And the part that um, I feel most touched is the um, part you mentioned about selling the five-gallon bottle of water. Like selling a water is not only selling water, but it's a, there is a higher value to that, like promoting health and also thinking about the environment <laughs> yeah so i think that's the part that touched me most and i think um it's important for everyone no matter they are really starting a business to think about every little act that they do um it will impact the society somehow <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. very good well uh, thank you very much for hosting this session i really enjoyed it yeah thank uh, you for all your sharing to siren for the invite And uh, thank you for the audience uh, for spending some time with us uh, this afternoon, morning, or evening, wherever you are. Uh, continue to be safe uh, and uh, take care of yourself. Hopefully in this lifetime, we uh, see each other in person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for everyone time. So, um, see you all later. <laughs> Have Thank a nice you. day. Bye-bye. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.